Okay, let us continue, Bezer Hashem, here in Chavis Above Us. We'll finish up, hopefully, tonight, the last two of the ten advantages that the Bala Bedogan has over the Bala Kimia. And this is a part of the style of the Chavis Above Us, that uh, he elongates certain points that he wants to make. Perhaps he felt that you uh, hear it over and over, sort of similar to Musser, goes over and over, so then it finally trickles in. It gets into the to the where it has to be. So says the Rebbe the ninth advantage Shabalakimia. This Balakimia, this alchemist, Lei Silvenu, one gear is Hakimia Shalai, his work, or Haramia Shalai, his trickery in doing this. Bacharisa. So very interesting reason he says over here that this uh, this great trick that he has to be wealthy is not going to earn him any schar on Elam Abba. And uh, this, is a, uh, this is an interesting point. And uh, some people think, well, it's a, it's, a, it's a good thing to be very wealthy. Well, it depends. The person uses his wealth for the right things. So then the, the mitzvahs that he does with his wealth, that indeed he gets reward for. But just the fact that he has the wealth is of no consequence lost in the future. All he's going to attain with having the ability to create great wealth for himself, Zulas, except for Abitochim in Arash, that he's secure from being poor, and as he doesn't feel he'll be ever impoverished because he always has a way to make his money. And he also doesn't have to come on to people. That's another thing. He won't have to come on to for other people's help because he has it all secure by himself. But someone who has bitochoin, yelavenu gimul but someone who has bitochen, that bitochen, yalvenu gemul. Here we have an interesting chiddush from the Chavis Avavis. That someone who has bitochen, not only, as we'll see, has menuchas hanefesh, not only is he at peace with himself, not only is he always calm in every situation, not only, not only is he always secure, and doesn't have fear from other people, as a matter of fact, commands respect from other people, like we've seen till now. But in, in addition to that, Bitochen gives a person schar in the next world. He gets schar for having bitochen. The pasuk in Chabakuk with tzaduk by bemunosa yichya. Some explain yichya as a lush in the future. Yichya, he will live, and that's laosid. So that gives him schar. Here the chavis above us brings two psukim. Kemayshikos like the pasuk says, vahabaytehak b'Hashem chesed yisayvavenu. Someone who has bitochen b'Hashem chesed yisayvavenu. He'll be surrounded by chesed. Where do you see exactly from, from this Pasik that he gets schar v'elam Right? Where do you see that? So you have to say that the, the stands, the, uh, the chesed is going not only the chesed of Hashem in this world, but maybe the double ashi say v'venu is, uh, is gone both worlds. But person will have chesed, the chesed of Hashem, meaning the reward of Hashem, he'll have even in the next world. But the next passage he brings, What does that passage mean? How great is the tuv, how great is the good, 
that you have stored away, that you've hidden away, to those who fear you. Where does it say anything in that Pesach about Bitochen? Right? Where does it have anything about Bitochen? So, here we have to see uh, Rabbeinu Yoyin. Rabbeinu is in Brochus. Gemara is on Davov. In the Davov in the, uh, in the Rabbeinu Yoyin. Davov on the base. Okay. So Gemara and Dav Yud base in the uh, in the Gemara. It says, how do we bow by a bracha, by Shemana Esrei? So we're kireya b'baruch. We kneel down, we bend our knees when we say baruch. And we're zoikev by shame. And we erect ourselves. We get up by the shame Hashem. Says Rabbeinu Yehna like this. V'hatam liyaz kireya b'baruch v'lizkev b'ashem. The reason why we bend and kneel down when we say Baruch, and we stand up straight by shame, because when we kneel down, that's an expression. When we bow, we kneel down and we bend our bodies to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that's an expression of Pachad V'yire Sheyesh Melefanov. We're expressing our fear and our awe before the Almighty. And then when we get up, we stand up. Then we express our great confidence and our trust in Hashem in all in Yonim. That He will be made to us. And one is dependent on the other. Someone who really has fear in Hashem, he is someone who could have bitochon. Like it says in the Pesach, When do you have strong bitochon? When do you have strong security in Hashem? When a person has yiras Hashem. And that's why we say really, HaKol Bidei Shemayim, Chutz Mihira Shemayim. Kodesh Bogu says, Va'ata, I'm telling you, you have to have Yira. If you have Yira Shemayim, that will bring, true Yira Shemayim will bring to Bitochen. And Rabbi Yenna says, that totally Someone who has proper Yira, then he will have proper Bitochen. To give it a little bit more of a, an understanding, Rabbi Yeruchim in the Das Torah, Rabbi Yeruchim Zatzal, the Mashkiach von Mir, in his Das Torah, in the beginning of Sefer Dvorim, Chelek Aleph, it's page Lamet Ches if you want to look it up. He brings the aside from the Gro. He says the Gro also says the same idea that Bitochen must stem from Yira. As it says, Vayiru Homes Hashem, then Vayaminu Bashem of Avdoi. First they had Yira Hashem. Then you can have Amun Abashem of It has to come first from Yira. Be your union that Yira ve Amuna Yachtov Yahalechun. They go side by side. Yira of a person takes away the Anoichias. It's Mavatal the I. It's Mavatal the person who thinks that he's in control. He, the Yira, the fear from Akadish Bohu, shows in a person 
it indicates that he has he has no confidence in himself in his own abilities, and rather he's mavatl himself takadir baruchu. And therein lies also the less he thinks that he's in control, the more calm he is and confident he is that Hakadosh Baruch is in control. Rabbi Rucham elsewhere gives a marshal like this. He says to show that Yira and Bitochen are really one and the same. He gives a marshal like this. Let's say a person Nebuch is laying in a hospital. Yeah, he's sick. He's in the hospital. And he thinks that he's never going to make it out. He thinks that he's going to die. Says that person is lacking. Bitochen. Bitochen means, like we explained, yesh tikva. Bitochen means there's a, there's kivoy, as Rabbi Yonah said in Mishlei. There's hope. A person could always hope. Like the Gemara tells us in Brachas, Afilu cherev chadamu nachas al tzavarishalodim. Even if there's a knife in a person's neck, not a knife, a sharp knife at the person's neck, what are the chances? The Eteret says the chances are 50-50. As many chances there are for him to die, that's how many chances there are to live. Bitochen states 50-50 in every situation. Therefore, that person really has to have Bitochen that he can make it out alive and walk away healthy. A person who doesn't think that is lacking Bitochen. So too, says Rabbi Yeruchim, a person is walking around healthy and thinking, ah, I eat well, I exercise well, I'm fine, I'm not worried about getting sick. A person who thinks that it says that, I'm not worried about getting sick, he lacks Yerushamayim. He lacks being fear. How do you know you're not getting sick? How does anybody know that? Yerushamayim dictates that he's always afraid. He's afraid of the Bereyolam. He's afraid of Kodesh Baruch Hu exacts punishment for people. He's not perfect. He should always be afraid. So in other words, he should never be too confident that nothing could have bad could happen to him. He should have Yerushalayim. At the same time, when he's in a terrible predicament, he has to have the full hope that he can get out of that predicament. That's Bitochen. So a person who realizes that he is totally not in control and only the Ebishta is, he always has a healthy balance of Yerushamayim, and then that leads also to the Bitochen, even in a predicament. That's Rabbeinu Yaina, both the Yira and the Bitochen. And finally, the last, the Asiri says Rabbeinu the 10th, the alchemist, if his secret would be known, that action could be the cause of his downfall and his death. This that he's involved in something that is it's something that defies nature. It's something that is totally unnatural and was not done by regular people. Yet he's involved, engaged in it and it could be he'll get caught. And this is a very difficult line. Um, I would have thought he means that the authorities are going to go against him, like we've had earliest, earlier from the Chavazavavas. But his lotion here is that the Eibishter, the Hashmanigakoil, who's the Manigakoil? Who's the controller of everything? Akadosh Baruch Hu. Yashlit Alav, he will put in control over him, Mishim Eseyon, as Akadosh Baruch Hu will send the authorities to kill him. 
When he doesn't know how to hide his secret. So one shot that I saw in this is that if HaKadosh Baruch Hu indeed gave this special talent, this tremendous knowledge to this alchemist, to know how to turn metal into silver, silver into gold, he has to realize that it was a gift min And if he doesn't use the gift properly, and he just plays around with it, and he, does, he lets out the secret to others, something that obviously was given to him personally, Kodesh Baruch Hu says, you don't treat my gifts that I give you properly, I take it away from you. Not only I take it away from you, I take you away from it. And that's what the Chabot Zavavis means. It's a very, uh, a very exacting punishment over here, pretty strict, that since he doesn't use this great talent that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave him, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says you don't deserve to be here. When his secret is known, his, he's only be, becomes great in others' eyes. Other people will respect him. And they will be gebenched by being close to him and by being seen with him. As a matter of fact, the closer they'll be with the Baal Bitochen, the Baal Bitochen brings bracha with him. And he's in a city, you stay close to the Baal Bitochen because he brings bracha to the city. And he could ward off calamities, he could ward off harm from the people in his midst. Like the Pesach says, That the Tzaddik, the real Tzaddik, He's the foundation of the world. He's firmly planted. He's stable. And that's why there's an idea. You stay close to Tzadikim. You have the protection. Here the Mashkia said it's very difficult to, to explain. Well, Loit was a Tzadik. He was far from a Tzadik. But the way he explained it is that he like this. Loit had a schus to live. It was schus based on Avram Avinu. But he had a schus to live over here. That schus allowed and enabled a whole city of Tsoyar to be saved on account of Loit, because Loit couldn't live by himself. So Hashem allowed the whole city of Tsoyar to be saved on account of Loit. So even though Loit wasn't a tzaddik, but here you see this idea, the concept, that when you have one person who has the schus of good things happening to him, so the people in his city also could get elevated and be protected from harm. That's the marshal of Loit in Tsoyar even though he wasn't a tzaddik. Well, the more so, like the Gemara tells us, based on the Pasuk in, in Latin Vayera, that, that, uh, that if there would be enough tzaddikim in the city, he would save the whole city by Sadaim. Are there ten? Are there nine? I would save the whole city, right? Ba'avuram on account of all of them. The Gemara says, from here we see that someone who doesn't believe in this, Someone who doesn't believe that the, the tzaddik, the Talmud Chacham, could protect the whole city from harm is considered an apikairis. Because it's a pafurish apasik. A pafurish apasik in the Torah, who told our Ramavinu that he'll save the whole city on account of the tzaddikim. So this is where we see that the Balabitokin is not afraid to let out a secret. And the contrary, the more people find out he is the Balabitokin, they respect him more, they go to him more, they seek to be close to him. The opposite of the Baal HaKemiyah. Hello, they're here. Rabbi Yisrael, Gute Nacht, Agun Chodesh.